Hey everybody, welcome! Welcome to Loudest Podcast on the Internet, the only podcast that directly injects bleach into your lungs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what was it, Lysol disinfect? What did Trump say you were supposed to inject into your body? He first off, he didn't say you should inject disinfect into your body. He just asked on camera in front of millions of people whether or not it was a good idea to do that. Just asking questions. He's just asking questions. Um, I'm your host, Asteris Kodos. With us is Sir Nachos. Hey. I like that in his mind it's like scrubbing bubbles. He's like, the problem is we don't have those adorable scrubbing bubbles going around your lungs. Also, the chuck wagon keeps disappearing into the cabinet and that chuck wagon dog can never find the chuck wagon brand dog food. Well, you know, serious. I believe in my body, my choice. So <laughs> if you, the listener, think it is a good idea to eject your lungs with disinfectant, I'm not a doctor. Who am I to tell you not to do it? Look, if it works, we're all going to feel pretty stupid, right? Man, how stupid are we going to feel if that's what cures coronavirus? Like an IV of Windex. (laughs) (laughs) Just mainline Lysol. I just like that he thinks that like... It's like his science, his scientific knowledge ends at like Mr. Wizard. He's like, how about that stuff, that blue stuff that barbers put combs in? Have we tried running an IV of that into people? Oh man, that's a forbidden drink. That's one of the, that's a forbidden, doesn't it look so Why do they make it look so appetizing? That in, uh... Fabuloso. Tell me you've never wanted to drink the Fabuloso. Of course I want to drink Fabuloso. It's one of the many forbidden <laughs> drinks. Um, trying to think of the other thing that I always want to eat. Um, oh, there's one more. Oh. D&D dice. I want to munch those bad boys. I would, I would like to eat D&D <laughs> dice. That would be a lot of fun. All right. Well, anyway, I can't think of all the forbidden snacks that are on r slash forbidden. What is it? Forbidden snacks? It's a Facebook group that oh. we're both in. It's just called Forbidden Snacks. <laughs> <laughs> and it's things that people want to eat, but you cannot eat. <laughs> My favorite one of those was... Somebody took a package of those Hawaiian bread rolls, those like big puffy ones that are squares, but then they put like a little baby's arm in between two rows of them and a baby's arm, it's like all puffy like those Hawaiian bread rolls and it was like forbidden bread rolls. Aww. I know, it was so cute. And that baby, I just love it when parents use their kids for clout on the internet. It's fun. Love it. Yeah, I love it too. Like when you... I love it when, like, someone has their kid holding, like, a political sign and, like, the kid will clearly can't read or write, but it's like, wow, this kid has a lot to say about, uh, about the national deficit, doesn't he? Yeah, you're ruining his fucking life. Did you see? <laughs> Did you see all those protesters from, like, the op- reopen the state thing? I was looking at protest hide. It was like a child that says, you're ruining my fucking life. And it's like... Ryan, go inside and continue to play my... Don't act like that's not what you weren't do, already doing before this started. Is playing Minecraft for 16 hours a day. The person who ruined that kid's fucking life is the parents who put a you ruined my fucking life sign in his hand. Now... People are going to, I don't know if you know that they do this on the internet, but they'll use a program called Adobe Photoshop and they will... I believe it's pronounced Photoshop. Oh, yeah. They'll chomp, in quotes, the pixels out of that sign and they'll make a poem in the sign that says poor pee. <laughs> God, those poor, sweet, innocent kids. I am unironically upset that I can't get my braces tightened, though. 
I'm worried that because you still got this retainer. Yeah. And when you put it in, you still sound adorable. I'm putting that out right now. You sound, I am. You sound like Amy Poehler from The Loud House. You're, you sound cute as hell. Here was my schedule. My okay. schedule mm-hmm. was supposed to be, I have the braces on for six months or six weeks. Mm-hmm. And then they uh, tighten them after six weeks. And then I have them on for another six weeks. Then after that, I get, do you have, did you ever have orthodontic work? No, no, and I need it because I have like a wonky tooth. After they finish your orthodontic work, they will like put a permanent metal bar behind your teeth that just kind just kind of keeps those bad boys in order and mm-hmm. make sure they don't they don't start uh, get out of their assigned seats like handcuffs for your teeth. Exactly, and uh, I did have one of those because I had braces as a kid, and then I didn't wear my retainer, so mm-hmm. I fucked myself. I really played myself on that one, but I'm supposed to get that back on. And I want it back on because I'm sick of this bullshit. <laughs> I know. But. You should go to one of those states that's opening up like Georgia. You know how, you know how kind of like uh, back in the old time prohibition days, like, like if you went over the Mason Dixon line, you could buy moonshine or whatever. You got to do that. But for teeth. The modern version of that is fireworks. I'm sorry. Where is No, because have you ever, haven't you ever driven, driven south past a certain point? The only advertisement you'll see is like, welcome to South Carolina, fireworks next exit. If I'm telling you right now, that is a great slogan for a state. Welcome to South Carolina, fireworks. Yes. Okay, where is oh, that shitty tourist trap? What's it called? South of the border? Mm-hmm. Dude, have yes. you ever been to South of a Border? No, but I've seen pictures of South of the Border. It's awesome. It's terrible, but it's great. It's like, it is the definition of a tourist trap. Mm -hmm. My friends and I, at one point, we took a road trip down from the north to Florida, and it was like a multi-leg thing, and we drove back south of the border. And when... Those of you that don't know what south of the border is, you're just going to have to be patient with me because there's no logical way to explain it. Okay, south of the border is not located in Mexico. It is located, I think, over the border between, what, South Virginia and South Carolina? Can you look that up? Mm-hmm, I will look it up. And it is, but the whole the whole thing with South Carolina, south of the border is that it has a hundred million thousand billboards, and they all are super fucking racist. Like they have just a tiny like Speedy Gonzalez looking motherfucker, and it says like Pedro says relax at south of the border. But you will see, I am not shitting you, hundreds of them the whole way up I ninety five. Okay, I am at South of the Borders website, and South of the Border is in... Wow! It is literally on the border between North and South Carolina. That's the border they're talking about! Yeah, that's the border they're talking about. But when you... Now I wonder what you think it's directed. What is South of the Border? Nobody really knows. It's a... um, You know when you go to a shitty theme park and there are big dinosaurs made out of, I don't know, concrete mm-hmm. or something. There's a bunch of statues of things maybe made of concrete. There's a bumper cars. There's food that I would not trust as far as I could throw it. And then there's a hundred thousand fucking gift shops that just sell south of the border <laughs> shit. Oh, uh, wait. South of the border? Uh, that wouldn't happen to be the home of the Sombrero Observation Tower, would it? Oh, yes, it is. We went up there. We drew dicks. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. 
we paid five. I remember this clear as a fucking bell because we were going down to Florida. Of course, everybody in the car who's not driving is fucking drunk. So we went, we paid five dollars to go to the top of the south of the border. And then we drew dicks on it because somebody happened to have a Sharpie in their car. It's a giant sombrero water tower mm-hmm. and the it, i think it's got a pedro uh, pedro is their mascot pedro is their mascot as, as one would know because he's of course the face of pedro land park pedro land park both yes. boasting the assortment of fun rides just for the kids a mini himalaya antique cars the red baron there's a reptile lagoon oh there is i had no idea i know there's a fireworks store because they advertise that that's the big thing about south of the border and like and God bless them, they know how to advertise. Because here's the thing, their billboards aren't really talking about Reptile Lagoon, the largest indoor reptile display in the United States, including 15 species of stuffed crocodiles, 50 species of snakes and more. They're not really talking about the antique cars in the mini Himalaya up at the Pedro Land Park. Fireworks, 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 fireworks. So many times when my family, you know, we when we were young, we would make the 24-hour drive from New York down to Florida to go to Disneyland to save money on, like, having to have six flights for me and my three siblings and my mom and my dad. Yeah. We would load up that van with so many goddamn fireworks. Really? Yeah. And it's just like... Well, that's kind of dangerous because, like, if you get into a car accident, then you also get into a life accident. Like, when all the fireworks go off, killing everyone in the car, but creating a pretty memorable 4th of July. Are fireworks not legal in Florida? That's a pretty laissez-faire state. (laughs) The reason we bought the fireworks is because they're not legal in New York. Oh, okay. You're driving them on the way back. Ex- yeah, exactly. But so it's like my dad and mom were always like, oh, shit, yeah, we have all these fireworks. And then they would sit in our closet for like 15 years because shooting off fireworks is one of the only crimes that advertises itself. <laughs> it's the crime that leads the police straight to you. It's like, it's like firing up a homing beacon, but for drunks and my parents. What type of fireworks do they sell at those places? Or is it like actual 4th of July fireworks? Or is it like sprinklers? Because those sprinklers suck. No, no, no. It's not sparklers. I mean, obviously, yes, you can buy sparklers there. But there's this one firework I remember we had as a kid. And it's full of these little explosive balls. Okay, it's like a tube. Imagine you're holding like a big cardboard tube like wrapping paper. You light off the bottom of it, you hold it, and then just whoop, whoop, whoop. These explosive balls launch hundreds of feet in the air and then explode in bright colors in the air. And each ball is a different color. So it's like creating like a, a really nice fireworks show in your backyard. Now, granted, these aren't like fucking carnival fireworks, but they're not. It's not like you're lighting off a party popper either. I remember the only thing I remember buying there was they saw these things called cherry bombs. Yes. Which I don't know what you were intended to do you with them. You put them in the toilet. But my friends and I just whipped them at each other and seriously hurt one another like while we were getting gas. You don't do that. What you were getting gas? What were you in the movie Zoolander? We weren't. I mean, I wasn't responsible for filling the tank. I was drunk. I was just throwing cherry bombs at my friend Rory, while well, she drank a Gatorade at the side of the road. All right, hey, 
Well, actually, I'm sorry. I just got to stop us down for this one little technical thing. We'll be right back right after this. Bye. Welcome back. Second segment. Sorry, technical difficulties because I got a brand new microphone. A brand new used Heil PR40. It's a good looking microphone. It looks like a microphone that like professionals YouTubers have. Yeah, I really look how pretty it looks. I got one for you too from a guitar center in in uh, Louisville, Kentucky. Oh. It's going to get here soon. I'm so excited. It was supposed to get here on Friday. Then it was supposed to get here on Saturday. Now, what the... Is there some sort of national crisis that's slowing down the UPS or something? Yeah, it's called the post office. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh, I can't wait for those fucks to go out of business. The government. All right, well, anyway, speaking of going out of business, Sriracha, you had a, a pretty spicy opinion before I mean, we started recording. Man, fuck Applebee's. What the fuck is Applebee's? Why does Applebee's exist? Applebee's is the shittiest one of those, like, mi- like Chili's, Outback, Olive Garden, middle class, fancy bullshit places. I hate it so much. I have no idea what it exists. It is the worst fucking Cisco tier. I know they're all Cisco tier, right. but it's the worst fucking Cisco tier bullshit I've I've ever been to. It's just bad. Here's a challenge for everyone that thinks that Applebee's is edible. Name one thing off of the Applebee's menu that is not on the appetizers menu that are half off after 9 p.m. when you're fucking wasted. The Dollarita? Food. Food is what I mean. Oh, wait! Baby back ribs! No, that's chilies! That's Damn it! Chilies. Okay, uh, unlimited breadsticks. Wrong. Wait, that's not Applebee's? Olive Garden. Okay, uh, Southwest egg rolls. That's chilies again. Is that chilies that's again? That's chilies again. I'm trying to, I'm doing a bit here. Because honestly, she asked me this question last night while we were cooking together, and I could not, I couldn't name like an Apple-centric entree. Like, yeah, I know they have grilled chicken, but everybody does. I'm it, trying to, yeah, like the name of it. Right. Four cheese cavatappi is the only thing I know. What <laughs> the hell is that? It's exactly what it says on the can, man. It's a cavatappi pasta with four cheeses in it. Cavatappi? Wait, okay. How many different kind of pastas can you name? Probably a lot. I will just get started. Oh, cavatabi, rigatoni, angel hair, spoo, uh, macaroni. How about zoopy? Penne. People really don't like penne. Wait, wait, wait. Describe the shape of the penne. Penne pasta is, it's it's like a trapezoid shape. It's... Ugh. <laughs> it's a tube, though, right? Yes, it's Oh, tube. it's that stabby tube. It's the stabby tube. Yeah. I mean, they look kind of scary. I like the corkscrews. The corks? Yeah, that's Cavatappi. Oh, I don't know. I just call them corkscrews. When I uh, was living in Whittier, California, I was dating this like uh, this crazy uh, vegan girl. And she was one of those girls that would like go dumpster diving to get the food out and be like, it's still good. It's still good. Fragans. <laughs> yeah, she was fragan. But she did this thing where she mixed a bunch of peanut butter and, and corkscrew pasta together and made peanut butter pasta. And I'm I loved it. Gonna throw up now. <laughs> Everyone I've described peanut butter pasta to has said exactly that. <laughs> they don't like it. tasted really good. <laughs> Fucking vile. Ziti. Ziti? Ziti is the big circular boys. Manicotti. Man- is that cheese? I don't know. I don't know. I'm just riffing. I don't know. You don't get to probably. You don't get to play this game. Zoopy. I know, like zoopy to zoopy. I don't know. <laughs> um, I just know that there are like thirty thousand different kinds of pastas, and I'm guessing that Applebee's has two of them. Does Applebee's have spaghetti? I'm sure they do on the kids menu on or kids. something. Okay. 
All right, so Sriracha, you don't like Applebee's. I hate I, it. I, I was thinking about this when we were cooking last night because I have really fond memories of Applebee's. Like, when an Applebee's opened up a half an hour away from us, that was like the closest, nicest restaurant that we would go to when we were younger. Oh, boy. We'd go to that because the Bennigan's was an hour away. There was no Chili's. There was no TJ Fridays. There was no Olive. I grew up in like a farming community. But like when we got Applebee's, it was like a big deal. But then Sriracha was like, can you name any chain restaurant that Applebee's is better than? And I, I couldn't. TGI Fridays is better than Applebee's. Like Chili's, obviously. Outback Steakhouse. Longhorn Steakhouse. Uh, Bennigan's R.I.P. is better than Applebee's. But doesn't so like, wait. Doesn't someone have to make the rest of the restaurants look better? Maybe that's what Applebee's is good at. I genuinely do not understand how it stays in business. Though I do not, I my my brain cannot wrap around the concept that there are people, there are Applebee's heads that fucking love Applebee's and love going to Applebee's and don't just kind of show up at Applebee's. I have never once in my life ate it at an Applebee's and been afterwards, wow, that was good. Afterwards, every time it's just like, wow, that was food. That will keep me alive for another 15 to 24 hours. <laughs> okay. We really do need to talk about the Dollarita, though. Like, and of course, during Halloween, they had their, they had dollar zombies, you know, like, I think that maybe Applebee's exists for like alcoholics to have a place to hang out. Like maybe the food, maybe it's, it's like you go there to get drunk and then you just end up eating because you've got the drunchies. See, uh, no, let's rumble on this because I'll I want to talk. I'm here to talk. No self-respecting alcoholic would go to an Applebee's to get drunk because, okay, schmuffle or schmilchmings. Which is better than Applebee's. I know exactly. Right. So this is going to really bolster my point here. So schmuffle or schmilchmings at one point did do a dollarita type of thing and uh -huh. I saw how it was made. It is 80% mixer. They have they make it in buckets <laughs> they just pour the mixer in dump an ass load of sugar and then you put like half a bottle of vodka in an entire bucket but counter counterpoint mixing sugar with alcohol increases the rate of alcohol absorption I know because that's why, like, that's why teenagers get fucked up immediately and start puking everywhere. Counter, counter, counterpoint. Sugar also implodes your hangover. That's why teenagers get hangovers that are magnitudes worse than people who are just drinking uh, whiskey and then puking on their car. Counter, 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 counterpoint. It's a dollar. It's a dollar. It, like, that's so cheap. And, you know, you have a couple of Dollaritas, then you have, like, a couple of, like, beers. You maybe have, like, one rum and coke, and, like, you're fucked for less. Counter, 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 counterpoint. It's not cheap when you're buying 18 of them. Yeah, I know. Oh, every time. Okay, let's remind people and you that we went to Applebee's on our second Valentine's Day and our first Valentine's Day. Listen, I'm not I've done I've done plenty of things that <laughs> do as I say, not as I do. Okay? Okay. I I've engaged in plenty of things that I think are bullshit. Every time we've been to an Applebee's in New York, they're fucking packed. 
Have you noticed that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think it's just, hmm. I think it's Chinese tourists is what I think it is. I've seen, I've seen, it seems like, like a lot of people of color congregate at the bar. Yeah, they do. That's weird. Yeah. Like, um, you know, maybe, maybe it's just a, maybe it's not for us. Maybe that's it. You know what I mean? Like a lot of people probably wonder like, oh, how does this, uh, how does this, uh, like, like, like yesterday I was, you know, I was in a, a very uh, densely populated part of Brooklyn. There was like a disgusting looking fish and chips place. <laughs> I was just like, I was like, if I eat there, I'm just going to get the corona. I know I'm going to get the coronavirus if I eat there. Like, they're probably frying this fish in the coronavirus. That's how you know it's good. <laughs> There's a line out the door. Oh, so six feet socially distanced line out the door for this, for this food that to me looks gross. Like, maybe that's not for me. It's not for because your immune system is you got a baby bitch immune system. I think we both know. I, look, a lot of me is a baby bitch. I cried during one of the last episodes of the of uh, of the How I Met Your Mother. You did because the mom is dying. The mom. We just found out that the mom is dying. He's been waiting nine seasons to meet the mom. I fucking knew it. I fucking was sitting here. I was like, "There's no fucking way Ted isn't going to end up with Robin because he's been bitching. Ted has been a little fucking bitch asshole about Robin this entire series. There's no goddamn way. I don't know how it ends, but I'll fucking cut off this pinky finger if it doesn't at least heavily imply that he's getting together with Robin. Okay. Well, first off, let's not forget that I told you how this series end. I don't remember that drunk. happening. Okay, but I told you in the last step. All right, so we're watching. Look, we're in quarantine. There's not much to do. We can't find two broke girls anywhere on the high seas of the of the piracy bay. Yeah, guy who's my hookup for the torrents. If you got a hookup for two broke girls, love that. I'll pay a finder's fee. The closest I've come to readily available to Okay, first off, you go on you go on daily motion and it's all like time dilated two broke girls like so they'll be talking like this like hey you fat bitch you stink <laughs> I'm rich you're poor <laughs> um that's accurate it's on it's on Walmart's service voodoo Walmart has a thing like Walmart that? has a oh thing oh my god it's on voodoo $60 we can own all of two broke girls and I'm getting real itchy to pull That's- this trigger because two broke girls isn't going to make me cry. No, like no one's wife ends up dying on two broke girls. <laughs> two broke girls will make you cry because you realize you're wasting how much of your life watching this. I I like it though. I like their I like their little outfits. Which one's your favorite? The one with the f- the fat one with the fat tits or the skinny one? Hey, you hey, you leave Max alone. <laughs> I I like. I like Max. I like Max a lot. Max is kind of my jam. Because she's overweight? I don't think she's overweight. She's thick. Don't remember. We've invented a word for overweight people now. It's thick. Oh, okay. Yeah. Put more C's on it for the more calories. <laughs> God damn it. Um, okay. Well, listeners, if anybody can name a national chain restaurant worse than Applebee's, you write in to the loudest podcast at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 848-863-5343. We both know our chain restaurants because our families were chain restaurant people. Oh, yeah. I remember, just to, to close this out, it's like, so there was a Bennigan's. 
it was right around the corner from my college. And I remember during, gra- like, we would go there all the time after shows, after this, after that, Benningas, Benningas, Benningas. Graduation week, it closed. And the way that my friend who worked there found out that it closed is she went down there in her Bennigan's uniform, like ready to start her day at work. And there was just a sign on the door that said, we're closed. And she's like, this is how you're telling me? (laughs) They all went out of business that day. That's awful. Yeah, I know. All the fucking Bennigan's. I loved Bennigan's. And I love TGI Fridays. And I love all these. I know what you're talking about. My family was chain restaurant people. We were not. We never got to fucking eat out. And when we did, my mom would be in the car. The whole, the the one fucking thing she would say every single time is no soda. None of you better order soda. If you're not a chain, if your family wasn't chain restaurant people, then how come we've spent two Valentine's days at Applebee's? Is it because you, wait, is it because you wanted to be chain restaurant people, but you were only fast food people? We were not fast food people. We just ate at home all the time. How could we keep spending Valentine's Day at Applebee's? Your mom know, bought me an Applebee's gift that. card for, for Christmas. Because I told her you like Applebee's. I do like, but you like Applebee's too. I, I dressed don't. up in a tuxedo to go to Applebee's for Valentine's Day. And that Day. was fucking funny. I like the comedy of appreciating at Applebee's. Wow, I guess. Wow. I did not know that. You've been you've been ironically enjoying something I've been genuinely enjoying this whole time. <laughs> That's love, baby. <laughs> All right, we'll be right back after this. Welcome back to the Loudest Podcast. Okay, so last year in the before times, in the long, long ago, we were doing a, a tampon drive. Um, here's here's why we started doing this tampon drive. Like one night, Sriracha and I were out. She was getting real hammered, and I, and I was getting real lit on hookah. And uh, this was around Christmas, and she was like, I want to do something, like, nice for the homeless. Yeah. And something that Sriracha did when she was younger is she would make these little care kits for, like, homeless women and and women in, like, domestic violence shelters. Yeah, for women's shelters. Yeah, exactly. And so she turned me on to the fact that, like, apparently a lot of these places need... Sanitary products? Yeah, they need... Most people who donate, donate pads, which is, like, not great if you're homeless because then you have to sit in your own filth all day. But nobody donates tampons. So I was like, we need to do a tampon drive to get as many tampons as possible. And me... Being a 37-year-old man-child, I think the word tampons is funny, and I think tampons are funny. They are funny. (laughs) It's like, and now that I know how they work, they're even funnier to me. Men out there, if you don't know how a tampon works, just a quick reminder. It's like a party popper full of cotton that you, like, point up into your bagoo, and then you pull a thing, and it just shoots, like, Streams and layers of cotton, like like manicotti noodles, up inside the lady, and then like this big fan of cotton, like absorbs all the lady goo, and then eventually, like you gotta switch it out, and you pull a string, and it's like it's this big messy thing. Yep, that's a hundred percent accurate. Yeah. So we so we uh so so you know we did our dabbing on tampons drive. Uh, we got a lot of uh, cash donations. We got a lot of donations of product yesterday. I went down to a, uh, a homeless shelter called Sisters with Purpose, and I delivered them 2,500 tampons. Fuck yeah, you made this possible, listener. Yeah, so thank you, listeners, for all your donations. Um, the first thing they said down at Sisters with Purpose was, God bless you. 
And I was like, yeah, this is great. Like, it was like a nice older lady. And she was like, God bless you for bringing these tampons. Then she took a pause. She said, these are so many tampons. <laughs> then she paused again and she went, why do you have this many tampons? And I was kind of at a crossroads because on one hand, I was going to be like, because I think they're funny. Because I think these cotton streamers are funny. I like saying the word tampons on my podcast. But I panicked. And instead, I said, my dad owns a CVS. And that's why I have this many tampons. My dad owns a CVS. You should have been like, my dad girlfriend had a heavy flow. Oh, my God. So, and, uh, and so something like, you know, uh, they were doing like, it was like a food pantry day. And so like, I stuck around for a few hours to like help hand out food. And, uh, it was really interesting. Like the way, so it was good because like something I was worried about was that these tampons would just end up in the hands of big pad. Like, that these tampons wouldn't go to, like, people who needed them. I don't know. Sometimes you donate to a thing and then it pays someone's salary. And, like, you so like not every charity is the same. We know yeah, that, Yeah, right? hey, hey, Charlene, uh, marketing director, we're going to pay you in tampons this month. I, I don't know. I was I want to... I don't want to just like drop these tampons off somewhere and be like, so long, little cotton buddies. Like, I want to like make sure they get into people's hands. And so we were putting together care packages for, uh, for people. And every time uh, a younger woman came to get food, the volunteers would just scream, Tampax! And then this like, this lady, and I think her name was like Teresa, would run a box of tampons out onto a little like a little like a little shopping cart style sled and i would put a bag of food there someone would put a bag of produce there if they had kids with them someone would put a bag of candy there and then we would all run away from the sled and then a homeless person would approach it pick up all the stuff it was kind of like how in jurassic park when they want to feed the tyrannosaurus rex they like just a sheep comes up out of the ground and everybody <laughs> runs away it was like that, but with donating tampons to people because everybody's like terrified of the coronavirus. <laughs> so like, um, and the, the, the volunteers there, oh, so, something I always tell people, because sometimes people will be like, like, where do you meet girls? How do you meet girls? How do you meet girls? And I always tell them like, you should volunteer. Volunteers are almost entirely women. Anna Bay's wealthy people on her millionaire places. <laughs> flyer it says that volunteering is one of the top ways to meet rich guys i honestly think it is because like rich guys like carry around a lot of guilt so like they go to the like they feel guilty about like oh, and all the drugs they do and all the money blah 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 so like they go to a volunteer place and like purge their guilt for a day and they can go like right back and step it on the backs of the poor yeah so um so 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 i go down there it is it's 95 percent like young women and then me and a dude that looks and talks just like me like some guy named like chuck they kept calling him like cheeser they'd be like cheeser speed it up with the oranges cheeser we need more oranges where's cheeser with the oranges and i was like i'm glad i'm not that guy and i looked at him i'm like oh no i'm exactly that guy <laughs> um so yeah it was like a and then but, they, but these girls are yelling like crazy things like 
like that, like like a a larger homeless woman is like coming to get the food, and one of the girls yells like, "This girl's gonna need a lot of Tampax." But Jesus Christ! But, and, but the thing is, like everybody's laughing. The homeless people are laughing. All the volunteers are laughing. Everyone. The other thing is, they were handing out like Weight Watchers brand snacks. Like, like Weight Watchers has like branded chips and branded this. And anytime like a big fat homeless person was there, they'd be like, this guy's going to need a lot of Weight Watchers. And the guy would laugh and the girls would laugh and the cops would laugh. And I just thought to myself, like, if anybody said anything nearly this hurtful to me, I would, I think I would go into my car and take one of those car exhaust hose naps. Wait, so this was a shit on the homeless drive? I wish I would have volunteered. It's, it was deep, deep in the, it was deep, deep in Brooklyn. Like, like, uh, like the volunteer cheeser, he was like running the volunteer thing. And, and he, and he was like, as you can tell, like by the housing around here, there's a lot of poor people around here. <laughs> but, the, but the thing that's even. Can you tell us when the, when you tell why all the chicken shops have bars on the windows? <laughs> yeah. But the thing is, I'm on the way there. I'm saying to myself, wow, this is a nice area. Oh, wow, I really like this area. And it's like, shows what you know, farm boy. Like, I thought I was in an okay place, but apparently I was where the boys from where the boys in the hood live. <laughs> the boys in the hood. Yeah, you've heard of them. You've heard of those boys. Yes. Um, <laughs> and uh, so, like, they're all just making fun of each other and busting on each other and making fun of each other's period flows and the amount of food they would need. It was it was goddamn ridiculous. When uh, she sits around the house, she sits around nobody's house because she's homeless. <laughs> yeah, yes, exactly. <laughs> and um, but like, uh, but it was really nice to like see people like grabbing these boxes of tampons <laughs> and needing them. Oh, I forgot one thing though. All right, so like. I have to take 2,500 tampons for, I have to take them on two trains and a bus to get to where I'm going. Yeah. Like, cause it's like way the fuck out there. And originally I was like, Sriracha, can you come with me to take pictures of me trying to navigate like 2,500 tampons on the subway? I think that'll be funny. But then like I woke up the next day and I was like, yeah, maybe I shouldn't make light of, like, the homeless. Like, this might not be, like, a good opportunity for, like, your social media, like, clout. Like, maybe just donate the tampons and try not to make a big deal of it. But then when I get there with all these tampons, the first thing the lady asks is, can I please take your picture with all these tampons so I could put it on our Instagram? Before Fatty McHomeless takes them. <laughs> And I was like, yes! I was, I was like, oh, I was like, oh, no, 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 please, you know, this is more about giving than about, uh, social media. And inside I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, this is perfect. And she's like, no, please, it would really help us out. And I was like, well, all right, if you insist, I guess you could take my picture. And then it just, it's just like comedy time. I cannot wait to see this. Yeah, I know. It's, it's going to be on one of the, the, the charity's, uh, Instagram feeds. Like me and, and it, and an incredible assortment of attractive volunteers and a guy that looks like me. So it was perfect. Now I can get the great photo without the guilt. Just like a Weight Watchers gives you all the taste without the, with all the flavor, without the calories. Great photo, great absorption for a great cause. <laughs> oh, God. 
Uh, so I will be, I will be going back to uh, volunteer then uh, again in two weeks. Um, oh, one more thing I did while I was out there in quote the hood. <laughs> I bought Lucy's. Did you? Yes, I put down a I, like like I get into I, I get into like a little bodega and uh, I'm trying to buy a, a, a candy bar and a soda and then I see people putting down a dollar and getting two cigarettes and I'm like. Oh, I've heard about this. 50 cent Lucy's too. Yeah, Sally. So I put I put down a dollar. They hand me two cigarettes. I take a puff or two off it. Unfortunately, they're menthol, which tastes gross. Also, I kind of realized later that they're definitely covering the coronavirus and I shouldn't have done that. Oh, God, yeah. Are you kidding me? But I felt so cool. I'm like a cool, tough guy getting Lucy's. <laughs> Proud of you. All right. Well, thank you. <laughs> thank you very much. Um, all right. We'll be right back right after this. Quarantine has us all watching more television mm-hmm. than our mothers would like us to be. <laughs> and let me tell you, if you are looking for, if you're sick of your Netflix, your Hulu, your good programs, boy, do I have a recommendation for you. There's this television show called Judge Faith that, as far as I could tell, is there's hundreds of episodes of it, like Judge Judy. It's a courtroom show. And a lot of it is for free on YouTube. And it's it's just fantastic. It is the most ratchet daytime television courtroom show I've ever seen in my goddamn life. It's great. It's awesome. It's a small claims cases. And then the, the part that I find particularly funny is it'll be like, Joseph is suing for the cost of a broken trailer and work. And then the other person always countersues for either harassment or emotional distress. It's like they think it's free money. Yeah, they'll countersue for like $500 worth of emotional distress. It's $500 because that's the maximum that I've I've done some reading on this. I think that is the maximum that Judge Faith can award in like monetary damages like that people don't ask for. She can only give them up to $500 because there was this awesome case about this girl was working. She got hired by an event company to like to hand out food at a parade or something and they owed her $150 in lost wage or wages because they just straight up didn't pay her and the guy was like no we're not paying her because she uh, damaged the tent while she was working and Judge Faith is like that's not fucking what the, how this works <laughs> And then the dude pissed her off so much that she was like, you know what? Fuck you. I'm giving her $500 in lost wages. So I think the $500 maximum is like, if they don't ask for something, that's the as much as she can award. Okay. But I love Judge Faith. It's so good. There's so many crackheads on that show. I have seen a lot of these judge shows because my dad loves them. My dad watches so much Judge Judy. My dad watches so much Judge Brown and Judge Joe Brown with their two different... I'm sorry, Judge Joe Brown and Judge Mills Lane. My dad watches all of them. He watches Jerry Springer. So, like, so much of my time with my dad is spent just, like, watching this stuff. Ah, yes, the assumed Jerry Springer Esquire. (laughs) He... None of the... Judge Faith is, is, like, leagues better, and it is entirely, in my mind, in the casting. The, The people they find for Judge Faith it's really interesting because I think like with Judge Judy or with Judge Joe Brown, they tr- or or with the People's Court, they try to find like a gray area. Like maybe this guy's right. Maybe this guy's right. With Judge Faith, 
it, it'll be like a squeaky clean college student and like and like a fucking grifter in a cowboy hat with suspenders who's like, nah, your honor. Yeah, like, no. <laughs> they <laughs> would just <laughs> grab crackheads off the street. Yeah, so many people chewing their lower lips as if their lower lip was food or something. Oh yeah, that lower lip thing that's like if it barks it's a dog, if it does the the lip smacking thing. It's a fucking crackhead. Yeah, it's it's it, like it's uh yeah, so it's great. So you get to see like the dregs of society try to lie to a very intelligent like te- like like Judge Faith was uh she was like a, a Manhattan assistant district attorney. Her esteemed legal career began when she graduated first in her law school. She quickly rose as a tough New York City prosecutor and was even an esteemed legal analyst on cable television. Now she's the judge in her own courtroom. Her cases are real and her rulings are final. She is Judge Faith. (laughs) Wow. That's literally exactly wow. And then you have like crackheads coming in. <laughs> like And the crackheads will try to lie to Judge Faith and like they'll deny things they literally just said. There was an amazing one on the other day where the dude, the girl the girl had a roommate and the guy was like <laughs> He was like wearing a cowboy hat and his cow- name was the cowboy, remember? No, not that guy, another cowboy. It's it. <laughs> it another cowboy. And I don't remember what happened, but at the end of the episode, she was like, now, um, Miss Melissa, you have text messages for me, correct? And they leave the, the smoking gun to the end of the episode always, which it's is great. what makes it so good. good. And she says, uh, so on March 9th, sir, you wrote to her, ha ha ha, fuck you, bitch. I stole your money. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, well, I was drunk, y'all. I don't remember writing that. I stole your money. You're never going to get that shit back. Well, uh, you will be getting that shit back today, Melissa. Judgment for the money. It's so goddamn... So many times, like, like the plaintiff will be like, the defendant called me the N-word <laughs> and, and refused to give me the keys to my apartment where I had a lease and was regularly paying rent. And then the defendant will be like, I've never used the N-word. I've never said it in my life and I would never use the N-word. And then the plaintiff will pull out a cell phone and play tape of the defendant saying the N-word. And it's like in real time, you can see them make like the surprised Pikachu face. Like, yes. what? I didn't know I was being recorded. <laughs> Just like there was this, there's the best episode. If you want to get started with this show is called Ratchet Neighbors and it's the woman with the horrible blonde extensions that keeps smacking your lips and then the landlord oh yes the woman uh, had never paid rent and at the end she's like um, and I understand you called Mr. Demi Drummer that's the black gentleman who was her landlord he's like yes she called me the Edward she's like no I don't use that word that word hurts people and they follow a text message says you said to him F-U-N word hail K-K-K yes hail <laughs> That was in the thing. <laughs> and then they always, and then they like immediately shift gears to like, well, I was very upset. Yeah. Like, like, I, like, 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 yeah. When you get angry, you say the worst things you could think of. I mean, that's that's a normal, natural thing people do, right? My favorite one was like, she always, she's like, I only said it one time. I'm like, yeah, but three strikes and you're out. You're good. Yes, exactly. And I remember one time Judge Faith with like the defendant was like, well, I only said it to this person because they stole my things. Like, and Judge Faith was like, oh, okay, so it's okay to, to only call people you don't like the N-word. <laughs> like, like, 
Oh, it's so good. <laughs> there was, that was like, uh, there's one where she's like, I'm not a racist. And then they play the video of her saying, the only good N-word is dead N-word. And then <laughs> the judge is like, and how do you explain that? She's like, well, okay, I am racist against him. <laughs> yeah, that's the one I was trying to think of. God damn it. God damn it. <laughs> It's great. So much of it is on YouTube. There's like 70 episodes of Judge Faith on YouTube. They're, they're, they're really goddamn entertaining. Also, I lo- Judge Faith is funny. She is funny. I like Judge Faith because Judge Faith, she doesn't do that Judge Judy thing where like she just starts screaming your head off. Judge Faith gives these people like enough rope to hang themselves with every time. Um, do you remember that one lady who was like, okay, so there's like a lady who is... Running a credit card scam. Yes, I do know exactly what you're talking about. The woman running the DMV slash yes. credit card scam. Yes. Um. So like, uh, so there's this lady, and she. We find out that like, you know, she's using stolen credit cards to like buy things for people, and then blah blah blah. Those people get in trouble. Um. They pull up that lady's Instagram account. <laughs> And the ins- and like people are asking on this lady's Instagram account, like, "Hey, you got any credit? You still got the hookup for the stolen credit card?" Time to turn up. Is that ecstasy? And then you see the woman look. They're like, "No." <laughs> yeah, and it's, just, it's oh, it's so good. It's really not. It's nice to see like that. There is still justice in this world. Now, granted. You have to go on television to get it. Like you have to be willing to like embarrass yourself on TV in front of Judge Faith and the world to get this justice. But that justice is out there. Yeah, and you know, in the back of their mind, they're like not actually paying those judgments. Like I'm sure the show has cut some kind of deal where they pay your judgments in exchange for you waiving your right to have a lawyer and to come on and humiliate yourself on television. Well, like some of the like some of these some of the judge shows unfortunately are fake because I knew people that worked as like because I used to work in reality television a long time ago like my first job out of college was I was working for a reality show called like how to clean your house and uh, it was like all about like the world's dirtiest houses and I definitely saw producers like spreading fake television dirt like on these like on these houses so, <gasps> yeah I know and so like I got to meet but it says her cases are real <laughs> I, the thing is, so like, like, so like some of these judge shows are fake. Unfortunately, they'll just get like improvisers or like incredibly poor actors to do it for like a hundred dollars, two hundred dollars. There's no way Judge Faith isn't real. Like some of the crackheads, they, it's like you give these crackheads either an Oscar or a judgment for $2,000 because they left a dead dog in their apartment. One or the other. Yeah, no, dude. So that woman was so cracked out. She could not sit down or stop talking. She could not stop moving her mouth even when the bailiff threatened to like have her removed. Yeah, god damn it. All right, so if you're, if you're bored in quarantine, now is the time to catch up on The Wire, The Sopranos. The uh, to to, to the find the crackhead Olympics. Yeah, exactly. Now's the time to watch Judge Faith. Oh my God, it's so good. <laughs> All right, and uh, you know what? I think that's good. We have some voicemails. Let's push them next week um, because later tonight we have to record. Uh, so we oh we owe one more Chris this month. Hell yeah, we do. Yeah, yeah. So we got to get this out. But uh, hey, if you got any voicemails, don't forget you can always call eight four eight eight six three five three four three. Also, don't forget you go to Patreon.com/slash Stereos and for just two bucks. 
you're getting you've already got uh i think four we put out four new bonus episodes this month i calculated the other day we have over 50 bonus episodes and over 72 hours of bonus episodes that means you could watch about a bonus episode a week and you have a year worth of content and in that year we'll make another year worth of content yeah exactly you, you, for, for just two dollars you can't freaking lose um and look if you got a little bit more money and you're able to pay for it for 15 dollars, you can watch the video version of the loudest podcast and you can see sriracha's is that a gucci belt yeah i got my my, my gg my gucci belt and my porg all right that's all she wrote we'll talk to you next time you take care 